is Annette Hines, and I am a mom of two girls, Elizabeth and Caroline, an author of Butterflies and Second Chances, a mom's memoir of love and loss, and an attorney and an advocate. I'm also an entrepreneur. Um, So my life journey as an adult pretty much started when my daughter Elizabeth was born. She was a 29-week preemie and born at two pounds and kind of came into the world with a bang. And it was very scary, uh, frightening time for me. I was still in my 20s and a first-time mom. And this was not the experience that most of my friends had had or my family members. So I wasn't sure what to expect. And um, it kind of started out my life as an advocate. I had just finished law school when I got married and then um, had a baby right away. And I hadn't even taken the bar exam yet. So I wasn't actually a practicing attorney yet. So I had, you know, plenty of jobs, but didn't really start having a career until after Elizabeth was born. So Elizabeth was um, finally diagnosed at two and a half years old with mitochondrial disease. And the mitochondria, if you don't know what that is, are the power blocks in the cells, almost like the battery that runs our body. And when the battery doesn't work very well, um, what happens is a lot of the systems in our body don't work well and sometimes, you know, start to fail on us. There are just a number of different kinds or strains or whatever you want to call that of mitochondrial disease. Elizabeth's was never um, diagnosed. We were never able to get an exact diagnosis, but it was um, called Lee's-like disease, which was as close as they could come. Um, Adults and children get diagnosed with mitochondrial disease, but the children's versions are much more extreme. And for Elizabeth, this left her blind, in a wheelchair, uh, didn't have much use of her limbs. She did not speak, although she did vocalize. And um, she had a ton of medical issues. So uh, when she was born, it took me a while to learn how to become a good advocate. I mean, the first thing that happened to me was I had to learn how to stop being so angry about the way that my life turned out. And um, and that took me quite some time, actually. I really, uh, I really loved being a mom, but I did not find that many of the professionals that I was working with had many answers. So I learned my first lesson of advocacy, which is that you have to become the expert. You can certainly rely on experts for pieces of the puzzle, but only you as the parent are really the quarterback of the of the case, if you will. So that was the beginning of my journey. I did have another daughter uh, four years later, Caroline, and there are lots of things that I talk about in the book regarding sibling issues. I wrote the book because I needed to I needed to get it all out. Um, Elizabeth died at age 17 and that was in November of 2013. And although we knew that we were not gonna have her forever and that she probably wouldn't get to be an adult, 
I still wasn't ready for it. Didn't matter. I mean, I kind of thought that I was ready. I, I really um, figured that I had put all of these things together, put all of these things in place, and that I was going to be able to handle it when, when it finally happened because I was prepared. But there is no preparing for losing your child. And it sent me into a spiral. Um, the book is all about my journey as Elizabeth's parent, as Caroline's parent, as a single mom, as an advocate, as an attorney, and how Elizabeth shaped my life and how we lived very well as a family. All of the things that we'd been through together, the joys, the hardships, and then losing Elizabeth. And then what happened after? So I started writing the book for me because as I said, I just needed to get it all out. Um, I hadn't really successfully um, connected with other parents um, until I went to a grief group that was just for parents of children lost to illness. And that was about a year and a half after Elizabeth died. So that was in year two and that was an amazing turning point for me. And it was at that time that I was reading some blogs by another mom that I really respected and um, decided that writing this down would be good therapy for me. But as I was about halfway into the book, I realized that this was going to be a, you know, a very helpful tool for other families. And how much I had learned through the process and all of the great advice that I could give to people. Um, and some of that advice has to do with becoming that quarterback, but also another really key piece of advice is pulling your team together, having a great team to support you of professionals and family and community members and everybody's team is going, going to look different. And then that team is going to change if you lose your child like I did. So the book um, came out and it hit the bestseller in my category in the first 24 hours. So I was so grateful for that. It's been very well received and it does make me realize that people really need this information. And in my practice, I work with families all the time I have for 20 years. I've only exclusively been a special needs attorney and a special needs advocate. Um, and, you know, what I realized was that there were other ways for me to reach people. Not everybody lives in Massachusetts. Not everybody can afford an attorney. But every family like me needs this information. So I started to develop a company that had a suite of services that were exactly what I needed when my family was young. And the book was just a start to that. Um, I have a, another book that's a much more technical book coming out next year, early next year, and I have a podcast called Parenting Impossible. I do a lot of blogs and writing, and I spend uh, quite a lot of my time really trying to reach out to other families because what I have learned through sharing my story is that there are a lot more people out there that feel like I do, that felt or do feel lonely and disconnected and scared. And for me, the answer was always connecting with other moms, other parents, other 
community members who are going through similar things that I was going through. Um, that really saved me, and I talk about that a lot in the book. I want to, you know, create this army of advocates, and not necessarily professional advocates, but an army of well-informed family members and community members who are going to advance the disability community. Um, we still face so many challenges. Our people struggle to find jobs and housing and to be allowed to have as much independence as possible and self-determination. And um, originally in my practice, I would solve these problems one family at a time. But in the last several years, I've discovered that through the book and through all of these other medium, I am able to reach more people in a cost-effective, friendly way, meeting people where they are so that they can get the information that they need to do more than just survive, but to actually have a thriving, lovely, wonderful life and family life together. So that is my story. And I hope that you'll be able to check out the book, Butterflies and Second Chances, or connect with me at specialneedscompanies.com. And thank you so much for the opportunity to share my story during uh, Special Needs Awareness Month. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.